got a fever. And the only prescription is more... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. In. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. Get in the hole. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Who are you, Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. Barry and Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win-win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Ah! It's in the hole. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. June 18, 2016, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios today. High atop Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And it's Father's Day weekend, and we're doubling up. Two father and son teams from the cigar industry joining us here today. From the Dominican Republic will be Jose and J.R. Dominguez. And from America will be Nick and Scott Weeks. There's lots of history here, folks. Nick is a legend, a retired cigar broker. And Jose produces tens of millions of cigars in his factories in the Dominican Republic. They have a father and son team, both of them, J.R. and Scott. They've been working together in the cigar industry their whole life, but working together in a brand called Recluse. It is the Cigar of the Year. Welcome, everybody, to this special edition of the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. Welcome for the first time, Nick Weeks on the Cigar Authority. The legend. Well, thank the you. The legend. Honor uh-huh. to have you here. Forget the legend. Huh? It is. It is. You have many, many years. Many, many years in the cigar business, and we're going to talk about that and get into some old times. Maybe you're going to give some, uh, some pointers for some young men out there that want to try to get into the game. Maybe you can talk them out of it. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see where that goes. But right now, let's, uh, let's light up a cigar. Let's start the show by uh, lighting up a uh, cigar of the year. This is Rec- Recluse Amadeus. And, uh, Scott, maybe you can tell us about it. You know more about this than anybody else. Yes, the, uh, the Recluse Amadeus uh, is one of the only cigars in the world that's fermented for two years. And basically, the more you ferment, the smoother the leaf is going to get. Most factories ferment for one to six months. We do it for two years to bring out the flavor of the blend and also keep it very, very smooth. In addition to that is, you know, all of our Amadeus cigars have an effortless draw because we do the old Cuban tradition of intubao, which instead of bunching the filler, folding it, we roll each filler leaf by hand. Yeah. And that creates airflow in the cigars. And in addition, uh, we, um, we don't have to really cut our cigars to smoke them. Any of the cigars that we make... Because of the way that we do the caps, all you do is squeeze it on the corners. The cap pops open like the back of a pair of long johns, and you just pull the flap off. So you have a Dr. Denton's uh, cigar. You, you light it, and you don't fight it because the cigar is like a mini vacation. All right. Right now it's time to pop our cap. <laughs> the official <laughs> popping brought to you by. The official popping is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand while all other cigar brands were raising prices Perdomo, 
pumped out the federal S-chip tax, <laughs> and they actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. excellence. I'm going to cut mine anyway just because uh, these guys paid for the commercial. I'm going to give them exactly what they paid for. So uh, we'll give it a little t- test taste. A little cherry sweetness on the cold draw. A little bing, bing cherry. I'm of a Luden's cough drop. I'm I'm actually under a little bit of protest because I do have an unbelievable flavor profile for the recluse Amadeus, and I'm not allowed to say it you've because Scott doesn't like it. So you've been. Vetoed. I'm not saying what I taste. <laughs> no, no. He doesn't want you to do it. He's big it. on barbecuey. Yeah, yeah. He's big on bar- <laughs> little cinnamon. Little cinnamon. This is before you light it. We taste even before you let. We want to experience the whole thing. We want to look at it. We want to taste it. So you get a banana split at at a premium ice cream shop, right? Yes, we we did that last night, actually. They got the bananas on the sides. They got a couple of different kinds of ice cream in there, especially if you just let them pick and they they make their traditional banana split. I don't allow that. They put the whipped cream on top. I'll decide what I mean. And what goes on the top? Cherry. A maraschino cherry. Boom. So Barry nailed it with the cherry. Then you sprinkle just a little bit of sweet cinnamon on top of it. And that's what I'm going with. I actually feel bad now. I was going to make a joke about you and the banana, but I just got to let it go. Let it go. But you, you forgot what happens after that. Once you light it, then the clouds part and sun rays come down from heaven and shine on you. This is the well, we haven't, the we haven't lit our so cigar good. yet, but when we do light our cigar today, we're going to be lighting with the Vertigo Stinger. Stinger. This is a $12.99 lighter. It's unbelievably priced for four jets, a single-action flip-top top, the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, and... An easy adjustment wheel at the bottom. And why do you call it the stinger? Because a little bee stinger pokes out of the bottom. You've got an onboard bullet cutter with a spring action lock. Nick likes to call it the stinger because uh, he he makes fun of my accent as we're talking. (laughs) That I drop the R's because they're silent. And well, you add the R's in another place. You add them on words that end in A. Right. Those automatically become R words. Get the R. And our words become a words. Well, it's it's stinger, but I would call it a stinger. Right, stinger, stinger, and then Nick ends up repeating it after I say. Yeah, you speak one. funny. Yeah, I talk yes. funny. I don't hear it. I don't hear it. <laughs> but what I, I can hear taste is the clouds parting. <laughs> I can taste mm. that. Yep. I awesome. love it. Awesome. I love this. I cigar. can definitely feel the sunshine shining on my palate right now. This cigar was definitely an anonymous choice for cigar. It was. Yep. wasn't even a debate. It yep. was just bam, 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 all agreement. Yep. Slammed, slammed it. And, and you had some competition there, too, my oh, man. We were up against some very stiff competition. You didn't, you didn't feel good about it, right? I was a little shaky, a little nervous. Yeah. We were up against Perdomo, yeah. uh, Tatawahe, Avo, Camacho, and Hammer and Sickle. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to hope for the best. I'm going to put this post out with the six cigars and get some press off of that. I didn't really think we had much of a chance in that competition. I was very, extremely honored. The year before, you came out with the Amadeus in Connecticut, which I love, still to this day love it, and odd for me because Connecticut is my favorite of all, and I do love that cigar. There's nothing wrong with it. But this one actually took it up a notch to another level. Uh, Yes, it has some more strength to it, but it has more complexity. There's a lot going on. Uh, more flavors, more, um, more complex, I would say. Uh, a, a nicer ride. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the actual, you know, the Amadeus, Connecticut, um, we were kind of going to 
at that point because we felt like that cigar was so phenomenal and sold so well. We, we were kind of going to rest on our, our laurels a little bit and sit on our blends for a couple of years. And, you know, the retailers were on us, you know, that Amadeus is so good. It's selling well. What, how are you going to level that up? You know, so Jr. and I, we decided, you know, we're going to have to figure this out. So we sat and we experimented and played around, and we finally came up with a winning combination of how we felt like we could level it up. I think that's what we accomplished. Yeah. And you verified that. Thank you. With sure. the Cigar of the Year. Absolutely. Fantastic. So Nick Weeks, Nick Weeks, lots of changing in the cigar industry. You've been out here how many years in, uh, in, in this industry? On the road. So. Oh, a long time. Let's put it that way. It's 30-plus years at, yeah. at least. Yeah. At, at least. On, I the, mean, on the 40 side. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So uh, many cigar companies over the years you, you've worked for. Yes, sir. For instance? Uh, well, uh, David, uh, I started with Bacharach and Royal Jamaican. Okay. okay. And Were they together at one company? No, no. No, no, okay. Royal Jamaican was a fellow in, in Portland, in New Jersey. Okay. And uh, Bacharach was down in Miami. So. Was made in Miami? No, no that's where they imported. Okay. Yeah, it was made in uh, in Honduras. Honduras, always yeah. made in Honduras. Yeah. So that's where you started with Baccarat, mild, little sweet tip to it. Yeah, well. Royal Jamaica, which was Jamaican tobacco, kind of mild yeah. cigar, too. Yes, sir. And okay. it, I, per, I particularly prefer a mild cigar. I was raised in the state of Connecticut, watched that tobacco grow all my life, and even tried to work out there one time, uh, put the tobacco on a sled that they slid through uh. there. And uh, I lasted about a half a day. So. <laughs> right. That's, that's real work, right? Yeah. Although uh, for you, going um, uh, brokering cigars, yeah. you went to many, many states. I mean, your territory was what? Well, uh, I lived in Charlotte. So uh, at the time, I worked uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, and up into Virginia, over to West Virginia, which was only had about three or four calls in the whole state. But okay. That I was a part of. Then went into Kentucky, uh, down to Tennessee, down to North, uh, to, to Al- uh, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana. Wow. But I, the, there's a river that runs from Memphis to Louisiana called the. I wouldn't cross the river, the Mississippi okay. River. You drew so, the line right there. That's it. Yeah, well, because, it's, a t- well, it's a tough swim. Well, the customers are were. On the other side of the river, dealing with the salesman from Texas. Okay. So we, were, we didn't need to bump heads on the same lines. Okay. So. Plus, you already had 10 states. 11. So, well, really? well, 11 Florida. Florida. We didn't oh. talk about Florida. Okay. Well, but, Florida. But, uh, I drew the line. At, uh, we, we worked Jacksonville and Daytona, then went over to Orlando, Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, then up into Tallahassee, across uh, that area there, into Pensacola that way. Now, did you draw the line yourself, or did the companies that you were no. representing well, draw the line for you? I, I think I, most of them said we would want you to work this state and that state, but they, you know, we, part like Florida part, I didn't want to go below that line because I couldn't speak their language. Yeah, we didn't speak right. very good. I took Spanish in school and flunked it two straight years. So Here you we know, go. I wasn't going to try that. So eleven states, yeah. and this is. Um, before the boom and during the boom. Yeah, before, when, the, yeah, before the boom, it was mostly more, more pipes and pipe accessories sure. than it was cigars. But boom, the, we're talking about the early 90s yeah, when yeah. that happened. Dramatic change when yeah, that happened, right? Yeah. And now, then, now we wanted to see you. And when the boom hit, everybody and his brother decided they wanted to go into the cigar business. And uh, the problem was it takes four years to get the tobacco so you can make a cigar right? out of it. Sure. 
Uh, you had to get the sulfur out of the leaf, and uh, then they didn't have that kind of uh, stuff set back, you know, for this thing to happen. So they you'd walk in the store, and a guy said, what are you selling? Well, I got back, Rick. I'll take 10 boxes, everything they got. Right. What else do they make? You know, right. you tell them other brands. But I get you it. write up an order. You're wasting papers, what you're doing. You're writing up an order for 200, 300 boxes, and they, if you're lucky, they might ship 10. You know, I remember. I remember yeah. too. That too must well. have been a uh, pain as far as uh, commission, because you, I mean, yeah. but you kill at that point. You wrote a three hundred box order. The factory can't fill it. They yeah. only fill ten boxes. You only get your commission on ten boxes. That's right. Yeah, well, that's why I slept in the car a few times. You know, <laughs> Mr. Weeks, what would you say is different about the cigar industry now versus then? Like, what do you see the biggest difference? Maybe? Well, the difference today, I think, more is when I was selling. It was mostly milder cigars, light, light flavored, and now they they seem to be stepping up into their palates. Just, they want more taste, more flavor, so there's more more full-bodied cigars on the market. And uh, do you that, think that's a good thing or a bad thing? I th- well, I think it's a good thing if 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 you smoke it, I like it. You know, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So uh, you say uh, slept in the in the um, in the car. Yeah. Often, I mean, because you you travel, and you must put a lot of miles on the on. Oh, yeah, I drove. I'd say fifty to sixty thousand miles a year. I'd, wow. Fifty, I'd, sixty thousand miles a year. And then I two years on a, on a car over a hundred thousand miles. I didn't on drive it. in those two years. I I yeah, couldn't, couldn't get nothing for it if you had that that kind of mileage. And I would trade it in and get another one. And I I finally found out that the finest car on the road. I had a dealer. He would save me a 20 cars he uses a loaner or something. So I understood that you were in hotels so often, you decided to actually live in a motel. <laughs> no. You lived in a motel. No, I did. When I, between wives, yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> between wives. I mean, to travel that much, yeah. my God. Yeah. Well, I mean, the laundry alone must be a pain. If you're if you're that far away from home, I mean, how do you how do you keep your clothes clean? You s- spend a day in a laundromat? No, I I I, I try to find a girl that could wash. You know, there we go. A girlfriend, you know, a lady friend. One in every state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no comment. No comment. No comment because the son is here, and yeah. it, not only was it is your son in the business, your dad was in the business. Right. Yeah. He was uh, more when he was uh, he sold Zippo lighters. Yeah, for he wasn't the uh, the actual rep for the company. He he worked for the man that was the the man that was in charge of that area, and uh, he did all his leg work because this fellow was getting quite old and he wanted somebody to rep him. Okay, and he did all that. So when I got into business, I was basically calling the same customers he was. Here we go, my God! So he really helped me and out. And his children. Life. Right? Yeah. That next generation, you get that guy, gets old, and the next son. So your son might be dealing with people that his – or stores, maybe not the person that's working in the store, but is there is there any anybody that your father called on that your son is calling on? Stores? My, my son? You mean Scott? He it's, calls on homeless. Oh, my dad called on. Yeah. Call, yeah. Your dad called on that store, and now yeah, your son he, is calling on the same yeah, he store. Yeah, he would be in there trying to sell them lighters, and then – uh, when that fellow he worked for got 65, he went to the Zippo people and said, I'm ready to take his territory. And they had offered him other territories around the country, but he turned him down because he wanted to stay in the southeast, you know. Wow. Although he was from Massachusetts as well. And um, 
when when he did that, the, the owner said, look, this man's the second man I ever hired. He had half the United States at one hand time. He said, yeah. he, he can stay here till he dies. Here we go. Wow. Here we go. Yeah. And so my dad said, well, what am I going to do? So he went to work for a competitive company, which made ladders out of aluminum instead of brass, which Zip was a brass case. And, and uh, he, he mainly did was advertising, especially people, you know, getting into buy lighters for companies with their names on them and things like that. You're still selling some Zippo lighters now. Yes, I do. Imagine that. 81 years old coming up. Yeah. Two weeks away. Still working. 81. Still smoking a cigar. You are now. I've been with you for three days. You've been chain smoking. No, I haven't chain smoking. Yeah? <laughs> I was sitting next to you. No, that's not chain smoking. How many cigars do you have? Yeah, one a day. And you just keep smoking and lighting off that cigar yeah. onto the other cigar and yeah, keep right, it going. One, yeah, if all. you don't put a new flame on, it still counts as the same there cigar. There we go. Yeah. So, uh, Scott, your son, doing a good job. Oh, yeah. And um, you never had a cigar brand yourself that, that you broke at other people's cigar brands and not your own, Nick. No. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Somebody else. I, 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 it's amazing to me you, that he knows enough about cigars and his palate's good enough that he can sit down and help blend them or blend them yeah, himself. Yeah, right, right. And he's uh, the shapes. He does all that. Yeah. Yeah, Pro- I don't even proud think of we son. need J.R. Dominguez anymore. I mean, we can just <laughs> yeah. Scott do the whole thing. <laughs> I no. can't sign no, off on no. that. J.R. Is, is the man. <laughs> this is He's... this is a special edition because it's a special weekend. It's Father's Day weekend, and and it's awesome if you can share a, a cigar with your dad this weekend or um, with your kid. Uh, have a cigar with them. I think it's the greatest thing. The greatest thing. We're gonna have a, a nice time tonight with all uh, fathers and sons. We're it's my favorite go. event that we do. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, and for you, Dave, to be able to top yourself year after year with the talent that you bring in for the father-son. Well, we, we doubled this up. Is it. Yeah, this is it. Right? How, how do we beat here? this? I don't know. I don't know. We're going to end up trying, but I don't know how we do it. So, Scott, have you learned from Dad? Every 80% of what I do today was built on the foundation that I learned from my dad. Yeah. I mean, humor, sales techniques, uh, what to do, what not to do, how to – Dance around the landmines and not step on any yeah. of them. This is the things that he taught me. I'll tell you, you know? I, I learned yesterday. We were talking about this, some, some of the techniques at dinner last night. Uh, awesome. You should have been there. Mr. J, you would have loved it. I was DJing a funeral last yes. night. <laughs> I know. DJ I know. I, it's, and that's not even a joke. I really <laughs> was DJing a funeral. Uh, re- really some unbelievable stuff. Because the fact is, as years go on, people are people. I mean, it's the same thing. They're going to have objections to you, and, and you're going to have to uh, landmines is perfect. Walk around it, skate around it to, to some degree. Uh, Scott, you've been in virtually your whole life in this industry. Um, I've been in for about, uh, I'm 52 years old now. I've been in this industry for about 24 years. Okay. You look great for 65. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> Pretty soon I'll be tying my ears in a square knot behind my head for a facelift. You know? So... Your grandfather was in it. You, uh, your dad's in it. You said, no, I'm not going to get in it at the beginning. Right. And then is, is there something that ends up bringing you in even mm-hmm. though you didn't want to? Or, I mean, was it a, I need money and obviously this, this works and, this, and what I'm doing doesn't? Or how does that go? Well, basically, uh, you know, I was in a good place in my life, I felt, but my dad was overwhelmed. And um, he, um, he took me to the office and uh, he showed me this ledger that had some numbers in it, and I looked at the numbers. I said, you know what, maybe it's time for me to jump off the Hindenburg and jump onto the Titanic. If both of them are going to, I'd rather float than burn. Here we go. So 
I decided to get die with you. Yeah, I decided to get in the cigar business. I smoked my first cigar. It was a uh, one of the Davidoff product. It was a private stock number eleven. Yeah, sure. And I smoked that cigar and I liked it. I really enjoyed it. And uh, I said, you know what? Maybe there's something to this cigar business. And you know, Dad and I, we just peed on every fire hydrant in the southeast, and we had it locked down with all of our lines. Uh, and, you know, I just decided that at one point that it was, you know, I'd built enough people's houses for them. Right. And built enough brands and exactly stuff. Exactly what it, I thought you were going yeah, there. It, it, it's, it's the time to take my family into another area of the business and get into manufacturing and production and design and trying to take all that knowledge that I learned from my dad and I learned from the different factories and try and figure out a way to make it better. Because you guys built... And I will say you built. I know the manufacturer that owned it, and he had a lot of hard work, too. This doesn't come easy for anybody. But the broker that's on there, you get this, their, their brands placed from nothing too big. And the next thing you know, and I hear the horrible stories of they move on to, um, you know, uh, inside sales. Yeah, there's, sales no re- there's no reward at the end. There's no pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. You work to, to make yourself successful, and then they take it away from you. When you get too successful. When, yeah, yeah it's, go, it's, uh, it's kind of the law of the samurai. Uh, you know, if you have an eight-state territory and you get a company to a million to one and a half million dollars in sales, uh, right away they're thinking about what they want to pay, what they're paying you, and then they think about, hey, I could hire three guys on salary and a small bonus and get them out there doing it and have them marching just for me. Right. Doesn't you know that I mean? make it so that you really don't want to push the brand to be uh, too big? Well, we never – maybe other people, but we – had a, have always had a philosophy that every line that we, this is why we were so successful. I believe we never played favorites with the retailers. We never played favorites with the manufacturers. We when we took off in our book of business with the different manufacturers, when we took off one hat, we took that. You know, when we got through that dealing with that manufacturer, we took that hat off and we put the other manufacturer's hat on, and we gave every manufacturer 150 percent of our ability. 150% of the time. And that's why we, I feel that a lot of times we were the last independent manufacturers that reps that a lot of companies had. Right. You know, as, as they went in house, I would hear it. I didn't even know you guys. And, and I would hear your dad's name mentioned um, that, you know, we have uh, one independent, but we're in house, but we only have one people the weeks a handle us. But other than that, nobody. And whoever these people are, they must be rock stars because they hang on to them. It's just about loyalty. It's about dedication. It's about giving all of your effort, doing the best that you can. We took a, always took a lot of pride in that, and that's something that he taught me. You know, he taught me not to be a gunslinger, not to just take any line that you can get. You know, be selective because you, if you sell junk, you're a junk dealer, right? There we go. So we go. retailers don't want to deal with junk dealers. They don't want to deal. You know, it's a waste of time for the retailer to come Turn in these. with all the Don Nobodies and all that. You know, they're trying to make margin and make make the customers happy and not have the line of the week in the store. And, you know, it's, it's, it's about longevity. It's about seeing past your own nose. You know, and, and getting, yeah, I can add one thing. I remember I bought a, a Lincoln town car, and then I got to worrying about what. If I pull up in front of a guy's store with this car, he's well, he don't need my, my money. You're right. And I'm saying, and I, I, was, talk, I was talking to a, one of my manufacturers. I said, you know, maybe I made a mistake. And he said, no. He said, 
when you pull up in front of me, you said, here comes the successful There we go. Yeah. You're successful. And that's Plus, that, that was your, basically your home. That, yeah, yeah. What your basically. Your home. You've got to be comfortable. <laughs> yeah. 50, 60,000 miles a year, my Well, you get in the car and drive five hours, make three, four calls. They'd go another couple hours, make a couple calls a night, and then you go to the – what you work is in loops. You go okay. to your farthest point by Wednesday. And if you haven't the, – where the cities you visited – you didn't get all the people on the way back. You got them. Oh, you went through the back the same way. Yeah, that you came in a in. loop. Okay. And you didn't work wa- a circle. Yeah, you don't want to be in Memphis, Tennessee, and living in Charlotte, North Carolina on a Friday. That's thirteen hours. Yeah, that's a long ride home. So do you? Do you? Because the idea is to try to get home for the weekend. Yeah. Okay. I, plus, uh, that's the only time I had to do my paperwork and uh, plan my program for the year after. Shower. Yeah. Wash the one pair of underwear because you can wear it for four days. Yeah, inside, outside. Yeah. You flip yeah. it front to back it's and just then you turn real it inside out and flip stuff. it front to back. You know, so, that's roast. So as everybody believes, I know all, all the listeners in there look at, at cigar reps and they say, my God, they got the life. But <laughs> you're here to tell us what. It's not all what it yeah. looks like. It's not right? all glitz and glamour. Yeah, you, you know, he's talking about uh, what would you tell new people? In sure. The I'd tell them, don't try, because... Don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> don't even try. Yeah, well, the main thing is, you've got to have enough lines to pay your expenses. Yep. yep. And that's the main thing. You have to furnish everything, life insurance, office rents, car, Pay everything. your own taxes, everything. Yeah. It's your and, own business. And it'll take about three months for your commissions to catch up with you. You yeah. know, once you get started. So you're out there floating money that you don't have when you get started and you're hoping that those commissions that the company is going to do the right thing, they're yeah. going to pay you the commissions yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. And then two or three months later, they start rolling in, but it's a dicey thing. And it's staying in a different hotel room every night. It's being away from your family, your kids, it's pulling back the sheets, seeing somebody else's hair on the sheets. And you're like, okay, well, well yeah. cause yeah. It, let's you face it, you're, especially no. during that first three months, you're floating the money out. It's not like you're staying in the, the top tier hotels. It, they, these no. are uh, micro tell. Sleep ins, yeah. got stand up showers, got a bed. It's a hot and a cot. You know, it's uh, hot the, and a cot. Yeah, that's it. Who's better than you at coming up with the one liners? He hey, it gets the point across <laughs> really quick, right? And it saves air time. That's there we the go. thing, you know. Your dad was saying sometimes he'd go to like Washington, D.C., the rooms are really expensive. Oh, yeah. So you don't do it. Especially when Congress is in session. You that's skip the thing. It. You, you got to plan it around yeah. when Congress is, on, is in session or not because the room that's would be $38, some dive where the sink is crooked in the bathroom. You go in there, it's $240 when Congress is in session because all the lobbyists are in town and everything. you sell a lot of boxes. Well, you pull the, that's when you sleep in your car. Right. Sometimes yeah. behind the sink, there's a load of cash or cocaine. I mean, they could no. keep the party going. That may be why to. it's crooked. You know? Yeah, we go. <laughs> that sink is crooked. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh, my God, that, that is it. So, Nick, do you, do you like recluse? Yes, sir. I, like, I prefer the, 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 the lighter version, but yes. that's... Just my palate. That's mm. all. I, and I think this cigar here, well, the one y'all voted number one, is a fantastic cigar. Could you sell it? Could a wild bear sleep in the woods? There we go. <laughs> That's where you get it. That's where you get I'm it, Scott. I took, I took all of his one-liners and put my own spin on them. Yeah. All right, so everybody's always asking, and we don't know with FDA what's going to happen in the future, but everybody's gearing up for it. Everybody, you know, you came out with, this is a new cigar. This was the cigar of the year. It's a great new cigar, but they don't want to know about what's on the shelf. They want to know about what's coming on the shelf. What is the future hold for Recluse? Well, we are going to, uh, we're going to expand. We have, um, we're adding three new blends to the Amadeus line. 
We're adding three new blends to the OTG line. We're adding two new blends to the Draconian line. And uh, so we're, we're spreading out. We're adding nine new blends at the IPCPR this year. With the possibility of it all maybe having to go away. You know what? Never up, never in, man. If you don't shoot for the hole, you're not going to make it. You that's know what it. I mean? that, that's an, an so, impressive, bold move right there. So a new Amadeus. Yes. We're going to have three new Amadeus. Three new Amadeus. Wow. I'm going to make one guess on one, which is going to be a Maduro. Hey, you're, you're right there. Huh? Ding, 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 ding. Somebody ring the Hang bell. On. <laughs> can I, All right, can I make another guess? Okay. I'm going to say that's that one. there's going to be a uh, sun-grown version. This is a that's, sun-grown well, version. Well, this, this is on the darker side for sun-grown. So okay. you have a lighter sun-grown? Uh, yeah. Really? No. No, of course not. For the last time. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to. I got to look at my little cheat sheet here because when you got nine new blends coming out, you really have to. Uh, well, so you been, you, you've been hitting at every one. I mean, everything, one after the other, after the other, OTG, fantastic. And Amadeus comes out, you put Sun Grown, winner, winner. It's one after the other. I hear you have your first loser coming uh, out. <laughs> I haven't smoked it yet. Well, I I'm have. Hit, you have smoked it. Yes, sir. Not and, and, a as, and as a retailer, I'm telling you, and I don't know about you as as the distributor of it, but it is a loser size for sales. Am I right? No. No? no. Okay. It's going to sell. So it's one of the popular selling Well, sizes. hang on. Hang on. Now you're asking a broker. From the broker's perspective, I'm, it'll I'm, sell. There are I'm no losers. But from a retail's a, perspective, we can't sell it through. We can't sell it. We right. can't sell it through. Maybe it's just us. Maybe some stores do better. No, well. there's absolutely not. But there's a store in Texas that's based all on Lancero, so close to it. So this is a Recluse Habano Lancero. It's a Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva Lancero, and then we're going to have the there Recluse Amadeus Connecticut Lancero. Connecticut Lancero. Yes, sir. Very good. Oh, you're asking for trouble. No. <laughs> it's a very, 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 very complicated. That's five berries. It's, yes. It's very, that's six berries. And what do you got? What do you got, a 42? It's a 38. It Seven is a 38. Yes. You're squeezing it into a 38. We have always had a philosophy that we are going to achieve what everybody else thinks is impossible. There's a draw. With, from our sidewinder to our uh, canoe shapes that we invented, from our... 100% yeah. into bottle rolling method from the two years of fermentation. We have never backed down from having our face in the wind in the so cigar the, business. the rollers, essentially, to make the blend, have to shave pieces of the leaf <laughs> to get it in there. Yeah, time-consuming. It's, it's, it's the most difficult cigar. I think it's more difficult than the, uh, than the canoe and the sidewinders. It's it's because it's got four leaves in the filler. Round or square? Okay, it's round because okay. it, it's, it it it, it, does, it in that format it doesn't work well in the box press, you know. So you the, tried it. So it is a Lancero, <laughs> folks. It's a <laughs> seven by thirty-eight. <laughs> all right, and it's got four leaves in the filler. It's got Dominican Ligero top leaf, Viso middle leaf, and Seiko bottom leaf, and then it's got a little bit of Pennsylvania broadleaf in it. Our regular sizes have a percentage of Pennsylvania broadleaf in it. So in order to get that blend in a 38 ring gauge and roll it into bile, which is rolling the, each filler leaf instead of folding them, every, there, there's a lot of manufacturers that would just laugh if you told You've them. You've got really, really you know? small rollers with tiny hands. <laughs> yes. Just tiny hands and size. very good vision. Very good yeah. vision. Yeah. And that's going to be at the show. Yes, and, and we were pressured into coming out with the Lancero. We really didn't want to do Should it. Should have I, fought back. I, I, I love Lanceros. I, I love them myself. I mean, I smoke them. I think that they're a true connoisseur cigar. 
Uh, they take you on a long, nice ride through the countryside without a car crash on the end of your destination as long as it's a, a well-blended cigar. Um, but we um, – uh, where was I going with that? I lost myself. I, I, I don't know, but what I'm looking yeah, for yeah. from you before we go to okay. break, yeah. we need a scoop. There's nobody listening. There's just us. You're only about 40 days away from the trade show. A little scoop. Give us something that we can take away with us. I'll work on uh, Jose when we get up, get up here in, in JR on the next hour. But okay. give me something. Loose lips, sink ships. Something. Yeah. <laughs> well, on the Amadeus line, okay, okay. the three new blends that we're going to come out with is a Amadeus Rosado. And we're going to come out with an Amadeus Corojo Reserva. And then we're going to come out with an Amadeus San Andreas. Now, that won't be the name of the San Andreas Maduro. We have a name for it, but I don't want to put the name of it out there yet. Okay. Okay, say that again now. You got the uh, um, Amadeus Rosado, Amadeus Corojo Reserva, and then we're going to have an Amadeus San Andreas Maduro. Okay. Okay, we're going to have a pop quiz on this later. Nope. And all the same sizes? All the same sizes. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Let me back back that up. We are, when I said major line expansion, not only are we doing nine new blends, but we're going with all of the original sizes of the OTG. So we're going to have actually 13 facings of each of the new blends. So we're going to have the Petit Corona, the Corona, the Robusto, the Toro, the 6x60, the Bellicoso, the Exceptionales. We're going to have the three Canoes, the number one, the number two, and the number three. And we're going to have the three Sidewinders, the number one, the number two, and the number three. So we're going to have 13 facings. Wow. Right now we have four blends out there. Yeah. Five, four blends. And then we're going to have nine. So we're going to have 13 blends with 13 facings each in there. So here's some advice for you. When you're in Vegas at the trade show, do not take your entire life savings and do what you're doing with the cigar industry and just bet on black. No, we rented Don't out the it. whole floor. Nobody else is going to be at the IPCPR. We're the only ones going to be there for the you're display need all the I know we have, a lot of retail, <laughs> we have a lot of retailers listening to the show. This is how the show is going to be. So everybody get ready. Yeah. 13 blends of 13 sizes. Crazy. This is, this is, and this is just one company. Yeah, everybody wants to get it out before August 8th. That's it. It's going to be crazy. Nick Weeks, yes, Scott Weeks, thank you so much. Happy Father's Day to both of you. Thank, thank you for having me. Okay, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, another father and son team. One is the owner of a factory that produces tens of millions of cigars. The other is his son, and he's the partner of Scott Weeks with Recluse Cigars. It's 49 days to the cigar apocalypse. How will that affect them? We're going to talk about that and lots more. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beard. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You've heard us over and over again talking about the brands who advertise on the Cigar Authority show. Now here's your chance to try them all in samplers we call the Sponsors Deal. The Sponsors Deals are just that. Deals from the cigar brands that support the Cigar Authority. To see this week's Sponsors Deal, which not only run out every week, but is always limited. Just go to thecigarauthority.com and on the right-hand side, simply click the Sponsors Deal to see what this week's Sponsors Deal is. Please help the brands that help us bring you the Cigar Authority. Our friends at twoguyscigars.com will get it out for you, and you'll be getting a great deal while helping those who help us. The Sponsors Deal from the Cigar Authority sounds like a win-win-win to me. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast now over six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. The FDA is turning back the clock to February 2007, nine years ago, and in, in just... 49 days that will happen. How will this affect our next guest? Direct from the Dominican Republic is Jose and J.R. Dominguez. Welcome, guys, to the Cigar Authority. Happy Father's Day and Jose, Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. <laughs> I want to know how come nobody Jose. brought donuts. Yeah, yeah, what's up with that? We Back have in donuts. one's donuts. <laughs> They're both named Jose Dominguez. And uh, we sing it. People sing it. I'm walking around the streets. People are singing Jose Dominguez. Jose <laughs> Dominguez. Um, you name it. It, it just comes uh, singing uh, to everybody. What are you doing? <laughs> Trying to adjust the mic. There we go. Adjusting the mic. It's not, it's not annoying. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about doing that, you know, before with the show is on the So uh, you, 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 you've been doing this, uh, Jose, for... Uh, what, 30 years now? How no, many? 22 Tw- years. 22 years? Yes. Uh, producing lots of cigars for other people, but producing brands for yourself also. Absolutely. Have you been doing them before 2007? I got plenty of brands before 2007. So I believe this is a guy, if you don't know Jose Dominguez, the future looks bright for brands that you own because you have so many. I know you do. I mean, there's a ton and ton of different brands that are out there that maybe don't come naturally to cigar shop owners and stuff because they appear in other places online and things like that. But they're your brands. Yes, they are. And these things can go everywhere at this point. Absolutely. Are you saying absolutely because you think absolutely is, or is it absolutely? No, it is absolutely. Yes? Yes. This thing is going to happen and it's going to be okay. 
I think we'll, we should be okay. 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 I hope, I hope it's right. Uh, you know, we hear so many things uh, with social media and stuff. Everybody has their opinion of what's happening. And opinions are like uh, buttholes. You know, everybody <laughs> has one. But uh, not all nice. You, you know? could just say everyone has an opinion. You, you don't know. have to go down that road. Because I mean, he's hanging with Scott all week, and he, he has all things like this. He says, oh, if a rooster clucks on the chicken, the, thing, the weirdest stuff he comes up with that... And you know what he's talking about, right? <laughs> you do. Yeah, yeah. He paints a vivid picture. He paints that. a picture. <laughs> so uh, you are the first in your generation or was your family? Uh, no, I'm the first one. You're the, the first one. In my generation, yes. And now your second generation, your children. Yes. All in. I buzz through my son. Yes. What made you decide cigar making? It was a long story. I started, I knew an American guy that brought me a person to the Dominican. Because you're a vet. I'm a vet. Animal yes. vet. Yes. Huh. So, so the natural progression was to start making obviously. cigars. Obviously. <laughs> That's what everybody does when they right. retire from vetting. <laughs> is, it, is it vetting? I don't know. I don't <laughs> think it is. I'm going with it. It makes you a doctor, though. Yes, I'm a doctor. A doctor. So uh, you're, you're friends with my family, and, and we've known each other for a while, and uh, you call my mother every once in a while, which is so yes. nice. And um, on my mother, she has caller ID that pops up on her TV when it happens. But you are calling from the Dominican Republic, the DR. Yes. And um, from Santiago, Dominican Republic. So on her TV pops up DR Santiago. And she looks <laughs> at it and says, Dr. Santiago. Yeah, right? <laughs> and she answers the phone like a doctor's calling her because her results are in or something. And she ends up talking to you and she forgets all about it till the next time you call. Dr. Santiago, again, it happens. And then she starts getting to, oh, I heard from Dr. Santiago today. And now you have become Dr. Santiago to, in our house each time that she says, oh, I heard from Dr. Santiago. I don't know if I've ever told you that. that is no, awesome. you, tell me, no. you had Dr. Santiago. So we could do a whole show on your mom. Yes. Your mom is awesome. Yes. So it's the craziest thing anyway. But um, so you, you get into the cigar business and you're producing lots of cigars. Now your brother, your brother, your son comes to you and says, I actually want to produce a cigar, and God. yeah, he makes he has his own little factory and produces a, a cigar of his own. Yeah, and that is the recluse cigar. What do you think? Now he's listening because he's sitting right beside you. But <laughs> did he do a good job? I think they have both of them together have done a great job getting in the time in the short time that they have been in the business. Yeah, I think to my understanding, I know how hard it is. They have been successful. It's not easy to take a brand out of nothing right. and go out into the streets and make it happen. And I think they've done a great job, and I think they're growing their business correctly. Yeah. I've done this for a long time, so I've done it. i made all the mistakes that somebody can make. So you're able to say to them, if you see they're going in the wrong direction, say, hey. My, Absolutely. My, yeah. I've done every single, so I've done every single to... thing that there is in the cigar business, so I made every single mistake there is. So don't make the same mistake I made because exactly. I think. So you save them. You save them a fortune. I tell them, I guide them to be to the best of their interest, you know? Yeah, because it's, um, uh, JR, it's what, four years? It, we started on Orlando in 2012, so this is going to be our fifth show. Okay. We actually started at uh, late 2011. That's when we actually met and got together and came up with the idea and developed it. And we're able to come up with it and have it ready for Orlando 2012, which is when we came out with the OTG. 
and it yep. all started from there. Then October 2012 was the first time the recluse hit the United States and starts going <coughs> to the retail shops all over the country. Yeah. And from there, it's just been the OTG, the Draconian, the Amadeus, the Havana Reserva, and uh, this new show, which is going to be our fifth one, where we're going to come up, like you, you heard, Scott, with the other nine blends and uh, the new Lancero adding that to the sizes. Do you run out of ideas for blends? I mean, you, you, there's, there's a... Or do you just have a, a vast amount of tobacco to choose from, and, and that's what you do? Being able to, because I share resources with my dad. I pull from his inventory. I buy from his inventory. It's his millions of dollars that he's aging and keeping all, <laughs> all the special stuff. Right. The, the son walks in and says, I'm taking that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it is, it is, that's the way it is. Oh, I know. I know. It's like I my know. brother. It's my not, brother it's and my humidor. It's not humidor. that bad. It's not yeah. that bad. Yeah. No, I go in and borrow a couple bales from this and yeah. that. You know, I'll return them one day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, because he lets me pull from his from his resources, we have a vast, a vast amount of inventory, a vast amount of uh, a variety that we can choose from and create new blends very easily. You know, we don't have to go and break our heads about. Yeah, I, what I believe is happening here because I, I know <laughs> the first cigar I was in Orlando. You were outside uh, of the hotel, sitting yeah. outside. Yes. You called me over and you said, "I want you to try this cigar." Yeah. And we sat outside on a humid day and uh, smoked a cigar, and I said, "Oh my God!" Right off the bat, and that was because you chose the best of the best of yeah. his tobacco. Yes, that's, that's true. true. So that's, this been aging, a, that's been aging for over right. three years. Because right off the bat, I mean, this was the, one of the first people ever to ever smoke the cigar. Yeah. Talk about brand new. This thing was brand, brand new. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is like an incredible, well-aged cigar. And you haven't even shown this thing yet? <coughs> nope. It's going to be no. at the show today. The iconic leaf they use yeah. to make one of their cigars is over 10 years old. Yeah. That wow. would be on the Draconian. And, and, that, and that's an American-grown tobacco, yeah. very, very well-aged, and it's still as tasteful as... Five, six it, it, years it, is a, it is amazing. It is an amazing product for somebody to come out with the first time ever and to be able to have this stuff. This would be a company that was out there for many, many years and have vintage tobacco. But you don't see that in, in small startup brands. No. It would be in an old yeah, established brand. Yeah, you have to brand. be able to have access right. to the resources. So they, they, yeah, also, they also have another very specific seed that nobody has. They, they got some Brazilian seed, and they planted in the in the ocean coast the Dominican Republic okay. and they got something we call a Bradon this Brazil Dominican oh really it's a hybrid uh, yeah, yeah. And that's it's, also in the Draconian and, and tastes so different that's why they have two unique tobacco nobody has in their cigar Jose is there a, a an equation to making a blend when you're picking do you have to have a leaf of low priming a leaf of mid priming and a leaf of high priming and then the blend is to decide which strain goes where that it's is like correct. a puzzle. Exactly like you express it. Okay, blending is not so much an art. You need to learn to make combustion, okay, to make taste, strength, and construction. Okay, it's all a mix of everything together. Okay, exactly like you said it. Um, you have to have it all. Yes, and the more combined the tobaccos are, the better the cigar will be, and, and then, the better it will taste. Jr., what made you decide N2 Bao was the way to go, and then on top of that, box pressing? Well, I've heard about the N2 Bao a couple of years before we started with the recluse, and I always thought it was a um, interesting process. And I, you know, I went around to rollers, and the reason that nobody uses it is because it's time consuming. The rollers produce less units. 
per uh, per day, and uh, as a result, you have to pay them more per unit. So you have an increase, an inflated cost. You have less units produced, so your overhead, your total overhead in the company goes up because you're producing less units, and it's more complicated to do. So no, not every roller can do it. Just a roller with experience can do that, or that it was thought in that way. Um, so that was one of the reasons. I always wanted to come out with a line that had that style of rolling. And the box press, I always liked, I personally liked box press cigars because uh, box press cigars, they affect the taste of the, tab- of the blend in a very particular way. Since it makes the cigar burn slower and burn cooler, it affects the way the cigar tastes. It doesn't give it a harsh taste. So you can take lower priming tobaccos and make it taste better in the box press. It's not the case in the recluse, but it is actually one of the, one of the most used traits of uh, box pressing. And we did that experiment yes. uh, with Victor. We had the one in the round and the one in the box press, and it did dramatically taste different. Yeah. yeah. They taste totally different. Yes. Same exact ingredients. It, in them. It, you, you can taste more the sugars of the tobacco and the oils mm-hmm. as they burn slower and filters cooler through your mouth. The taste is totally different, completely different. It's just like a Cuban sandwich when it's not pressed. It just tastes like an ordinary sandwich. But you press it, it's totally different. Yes. And we but go back to, to food. food. There we go. But, JR, has there ever been a tobacco in your dad's arsenal that you wanted to use that he drew the line and he said, no, you can't have it? We've had discussions, but he always caves in. <laughs> <laughs> but we've had our discussions. You know, I don't know. I was saving that for this project especially. It's a couple bills. It's not going to hurt you. You always try to take the best. All right, take it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I gave them some things that I had for years away for Special things. I always like to have different tobaccos. I always, I'm crazy about tobacco. I always buy things that have been sitting down. I got tobacco 20 years old right now in my factory. What a type of tobacco? Uh, Nicaraguan. Any 20 years old. Any old from Cameroon? 19, 1996. Any old Cameroon? And I show, I show it to Dave. I show him to Dave with the bear laps when yeah. we were there. I had yeah. a whole lot of that. Yeah, we cut it open. Was was that? Got you got any old Cameroon laying around? Because well, it seems like that's something Cameroon, that a lot of people Cameroon, hold on to. Cameroon old is going to be very throttle, very bad. Okay. You can use it as filler, but it, it will not give you really anything. A lot of the factories, I've, the reason why I ask is a lot of factories I've gone into in the DR, they've always pointed out, that's Cameroon from like 1997. Uh, don't believe that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful thing about Jose, and I've been to his factory so many times, and he has, it's gigantic. He's producing close to 30 million cigars. About that. Wow. So understand what 30 million cigars is. Is In the U.S., the importation in the U.S. is about 300 million. It's 10%. 10% of all the cigars made that come to the United States are made by this man in his own factory. He is a giant. Wow. He's a, gi- a quiet giant, though. And um, what he is is the real deal. I mean, he says what it is. There's no hype. There's no stories behind it. When he's telling me of an old bale of tobacco, I see that it says the old bale, and then he gets the knife out, and he cuts the bale open. I'm like, ah. You know, like, don't, you've got to be kidding me. And, and yeah, no, I want you to try it. And then he has to make a roll a little, little cigar up with it, and he, he tastes what this is, and he's excited about wow. it. He's excited about what this is going to be and what he's going to do, and here it is. I look next time, and the bale's still there. And when it's usually gone, it's usually J.R. that took it. Is there a, he saves, and he so it's the Bank of Jose and yeah. JR mixed to withdrawal. Yeah. <laughs> is there a tobacco trade show? Like we have a trade show for cigars. Is there a tobacco trade show where you can walk around and 
see different tobaccos around, or do you have to go to people's plantations? No, usually there are big companies that buy tobacco and process them. We do process our own tobacco. About 70% of the tobacco we use, we buy it from the farmers. We, we finance it to the farmer. We buy it from them. We ferment it ourselves, and we use it. That's why... If you don't do that, you don't maintain the consistency. Right. Although we buy tobacco from all the big companies, you know. But yeah. that's why my cigars are very, very affordable because I do my own job from head to toe. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, It, okay. it, it is a very uh, exciting working factory that there's so much going on while this is going on. They're producing their own boxes. Everything's going on. And talking to you this week, you're saying, you know what? We've got to get a machine that makes the cellophane. You know what? We've got to make a machine that, you know, because they want to be completely um, integrated. Yeah, integrated, vertically integrated uh, across everything. And, and they're almost there. I mean, it's so much. Any more. issues like Nicaragua has with uh, they put these bans on cutting down trees? Do you have any of those issues as far as being able to produce the boxes? The bo- none of the wood we use in the boxes are Dominican wood. So I don't know how much of that Nicaragua has a law for or anything like that. But we bring all our wood from Spain, from Africa. Uh, mainly the wood being used on boxes today's days Okume instead of uh, cedar due to the due the job that it gives. Cedar tend to be usually wet and it tends to warp. Mm. When you use it as it, we use cedar in all our boxes on the sidings, okay? The top and the bottoms of the boxes is plywood, cedar plywood. Yeah. Okay? So, JR, uh, so you're the son of uh, the owner of the factory. Yep. So, when you ended up getting a job there, you became the vice president of the company? No, right off no. The bat out of school? <laughs> it doesn't work that way in my family. <laughs> so, so, where did you come My in? first job was sweeping the floors and making tobacco beds. That was how I earned my allowance money and uh, the money that I used to buy my, uh, uh, you know, uh, pop and things like that when yeah. I was in school, when I was in grade school. Uh, that was I was eight years old. Then I worked my way from accounting to uh, production and different departments. Then when I was sixteen, my dad fired me. Nice. Yeah, he sent me home. He said, "You're you're uh, you're too lazy. You gotta go home. Don't do anything and uh, uh, do your own thing. Do whatever you want to do." There we go. Wow. So I had to sign my paperwork, fingerprints, and everything. For, the, gave, for yeah, being fired. He, he gave me my severance payment and sent me home. Wow. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Good Tough for you. Is right. There we go. Good for you. Because so many parents are the, these, these hover parents, and they, they go around and they do everything for their kid, and they make sure their kid doesn't want for anything, and you go the opposite. You are fired. I um, love that. Yeah. Not enough fired. of that. You know this, why? Because and I was only rehired. Um, I was rehired six Years after, seven years after that, uh, after I finished college, it was a little bit before I met Scott and decided to do, go do the other, okay. uh, go do the recluse. How did so you take it? Did it have any effect on your relationship with your dad? When I started recluse? No, no. No, 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 very... when you got fired, like that transition. Well, I was pissed. I didn't understand at first. He was right. You know, I was lazy, and I was very, very, very pissed at him at that time. But, but uh, it made you better, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it made me better. I got a couple jobs. When I was in high school, I got a couple jobs. Uh, actually, I was giving uh, DSL technical support for Earthlink okay. at a call center like 10 minutes away from my house. Uh, so I did that after I got out of uh, school every day. I got out of two. I had to be in a suit and tie at three taking calls. And it made me realize what I had lost, you know. Yeah. It made me realize how easy I had it. But I did that through high school. When I started college, I had two jobs uh, while going full-time for engineering school. And it was tough. So by the time it was done and I was able to come back, I was very appreciative, you know. Do you? So it, it did teach me. A, it, he did teach me a good lesson. Yeah. Jose, tough, do you rely one. on JR's uh, youth and uh, experience with technology to better your uh, the cigar side on your end? Well, JR gave me a lot of support on the technical part, but JR has something to run. Sure. Also, yeah. you know, so I had to let, let him be if I want him to be successful. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, so it's good. Real father son team right and there. And this is the perfect thing. This is the perfect uh, show to have you on and, and have Scott and Nick on uh, father and sons. You know, they say it's tough to work with family and I'm sure it is, uh, you know, but you sometimes you got to end up putting the hammer down which I'm tough. probably killed you to do it. You want the best for him, but you gave him the best. You fired him. They call me. You know, <laughs> you if, fired if, him. He it's called awesome. Me, they call me. Through, they call me. They call me Trujillo because I'm a dictator with them, with my kids. Yeah, yeah. That's how I am. But I'm given. You know, and I. You slammed my daughter a little bit, by the way, the other night at dinner. <laughs> he, he did. He got no. a little tough on Gianna. <laughs> did he really? He did. Yeah. He did. I, I wasn't it. tough. I really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I thank you for it. You got to it mean, it mean, tell it us did. the story. She's listening. Yeah. I know. She knows. I'm leave her, I'll leave it alone. But because, because he cares about her. That's right. Absolutely. Not a, it's not a bad thing. No, not at all. It, 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 it's he wouldn't bother if he didn't care. That's right. You know. So. Uh, I try. I try to give her a guide of what can the future opens for her. Yeah. You know, and see if she can decide to take one of those channels. And that's the whole thing that we want to pass to our kids is you want to give them the best opportunity. And sometimes the best opportunity is to be the force and be the fire on that coal to turn it into a diamond. Not an easy thing being a parent. Yeah. So uh, in the next hour, we're going to light up the Jose Dominguez Maduro. All right. So why do you love that? Why did you attach a name to a cigar finally? I tried to do that for a long time until I found a blend that I really care for. Okay. You got to like it to put your name on it. Yes. And uh, I always love American tobaccos. Okay. You know, always loved American tobaccos. There's nothing like broadleaf yeah. from Connecticut and broadleaf from uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. That cigar has those two tobacco inside. Okay. And has Nicaragua and has the most exotic Dominican tobacco, Pilotico Cubano inside. Okay. It's the blend with a, a very combusting Nicaraguan binder, okay, and a Cubra wrapper. Cubra. Yes. Okay. Cubra wrapper. Okay. It's the same wrapper on the OTG there. Sure. Cuban Brazilian. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I apparently smoked it before, but be, before Scott had said that, I'm like, it's Cuban do I even seed know grown it? in Brazil. Okay, Cuban seed grown in Brazil. Yes. Okay. All right, so uh, we're going to go to break. Thank you, guys. 
Uh, happy Thank Father's you. Day to both of you. Happy Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Thank uh, you. when we come back, uh, we mentioned uh, last week that uh, we'll have more details on uh, science that outraged the FDA and ex- tried to extinguish the tobacco plant. We'll get a little into that. Uh, we'll, we'll light up the Jose Dominguez Maduro and uh, get into what's happening in the cigar world. So stick around, everybody. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you're smoking your Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast. Or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this. A cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos. Jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda. Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? In 2013, Boutique Blend Cigars released Aging Room Quattro, which was the number one cigar in the USA that year, according to Cigar Aficionado. Now, Rafael Nodel, the man behind the Aging Room Small Batches, has released La Boheme. La Boheme is a line that unites Rafael's three most important passions in life, music, Cuba, and cigars. But perhaps the most unique part of creating La Boheme is the way in which Raphael blended this masterpiece. As a Cuban immigrant who came to the USA in a little boat when he was only 15 years old, Raphael had many memories of his native Cuba 
but none as strong as the aroma of the Cuban cigars his grandfather used to smoke every day in that little park next to his house. Raphael blended countless combinations of different tobaccos and had other people smoke them. He would sit back and savor the aromas until one particular blend finally matched his memories. The same aroma of those Cuban cigars his grandfather smoked. La Boheme, a Dominican cigar with a Cuban soul. This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. Where are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's the closes only. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stump. That guy's a little cold. That guy's a little cold. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. I went to Magic Camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. It's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we are back broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire as we celebrate Father's Day. Kind of a big holiday for cigar smokers, smokers who expect cigars to be given to them it's the for gift. Father's Day. It is the gift. It is the gift. Uh, we're going to uh, tell you a couple of great pointers when picking out cigars for somebody. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. Jose's over here. He needed one. He got jealous that we were going to light up the Jose Dominguez Maduro. He loves this cigar. He put, it, put his name on it. Lots, hundreds of brands, and he puts his name on one. This must be the one. This is the one, right? This is the one. You had to go Maduro, huh? How, why do we do this? Is this part of the <laughs> this Cigar is, Authority? Yeah, this package? is in this month's Cigar Authority care package. We wanted to send everybody a donut, but we couldn't figure out how to get those in the box. So, <laughs> yeah. so we sent the next best thing. There we go. So this is the donut of the cigar world, Jose Dominguez. Um, yeah, I swear, it, if this thing tastes like Boston cream, I'm punching <laughs> someone. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, this is um, a very moderately priced cigar. Again, this guy is the factory. Yeah. You know, when we talk about um, the lighters that, that come out of Vertigo and we say, how can they do it? Because they're, they're the factory. This is the guy. I mean, he, he's producing that many millions of cigars. A tenth of all cigars sold in the U.S. is made by this guy. Unreal. And um, he, he puts his name on something and makes the price a good value. So yeah. what do we know about this, Barry? Well, we found out in the, uh, the last half hour that the cigar features a Cubra wrapper yep. over a, I believe it was a Nicaraguan binder. Mm-hmm. There's two different types of broadleaf in the filler, as well as uh, some Dominican tobaccos. Yeah, some special Dominican tobaccos. Yep. It's the- a little bit north of $5 when you buy them um, individually. When you yep. buy them as a box, it's just a little bit under $5 a cigar. There we go. So $5. Uh, Robusto that he uh, was willing to put his name on. I'll tell you right off the bat, that makes it a good value because uh, he's not going to put his name on junk. That's for sure. A little barnyard and uh, sweet raisins. It smells, like, smells like his factory. If you want to know what his factory smells like, smell the foot of the, of the cigar 
And when I'm in the factory, that's what it smells like. I'm still congested. I can't get yeah, the, the smell. Good. All right, let's give it a cut. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. Using my Lotus Cutter and using the one that's Jaws, it's serrated mm. edge. Yeah, I was going to say, when, when it's uh, time to buy a gift for Father's Day, I'm sure he has a cutter, but he doesn't have this cutter. This is the cutter you want. A regular, not a regular blade, has the little the scissors, little serrated, serrated yeah. edges. And it protects we, the edge. We show this to people who already have cutters. Let me show you this. And they say, that's cool. You say, oh, it must be $100. <laughs> no, it's 30 bucks. $29.99. Awesome. Smooth action. So what you do is you double up on Dad. You get a cutter, lighter, and some cigars. That's a triple up. I like that. Because this lighter, hundred dollars. This is uh, twelve ninety nine. Stop. <laughs> it's the Vertigo Stinger, and as I demonstrated in the first hour, it's got a little pop out stinger, if you will. The bullet punch at the bottom. It's got an easy adjustment wheel that flips right out and then goes flat because you can use this both as a tabletop lighter and it's small enough to be a pocket lighter. But I'll tell you, the tank is still the patented Vertigo big-ass <laughs> tank to fuel all four jets under the single-action flip-top. Twelve ninety nine Stinger. Say you don't, have a lo- you don't have a lot of money for Dad. You're, you're hurting for cash right now, and, but you've got to buy Dad something. So you buy him the Jaws cutter at 30 bucks. You yeah. buy him this lighter at twelve ninety nine, dollars $13. $13. And you buy them a handful of these $5 Robustos. Maybe a, a couple of Naturals, a couple of Maduro, so you can smoke them with them. Yeah. And what are you, what are you in, in for? 60 you're, bucks. My God. I think you're going to look like you gave them hundreds of dollars Easily. worth of stuff. You're going to look like a star. You put in a nice package, yeah. put a bow on it, you're done. Now, I was done. nervous because Jose's sitting right there, and I am, I'm that guy that would say, oh, it's a tight draw, or it's not burning right. They test it. All their cigars for draw before. It is packed. Firm. Yes. Firm. Let me get as much in. (laughs) But it draws. But make it draw. I wish he was sitting right here. We could ask him how he does that. Here's the weird thing that happened. So the past couple weeks, we had the nice cough buttons. So anytime we had a cough, it was there. Barry wasn't here. Both weeks, we had the cough button. He's back. And I'm hearing coughing in the background because you sent them back. You know what sucks? I got rid of that constant cough that I had. It finally went away. And then I got sick. Yeah. And now I got this bronchial cough. I still sound nasal. I'm yeah, sure everybody gotta, can hear it. You got to get healthy, man. You got to get healthy. It's just been like one cold after another. You get, you're getting married. Yeah. So it's time to, uh, to... You know what it is? My feet are cold. So it's causing me to get sick. Oh. You wear socks? <laughs> no. You can't... Like my, my mother used to dress me up in the wintertime. Ridiculous. I was that guy <laughs> yeah. with my hands straight out because I had layers From of Christmas stuff. Christmas story. And, yeah. And yeah. because <laughs> both your arms were broken and both your legs were broken. Right. Let's not you forget saw that. That, that saw was that. amazing. Yeah. So, um, you were kidding. They, they, no. broke the, they broke the wrong arm when they so went you, to set See the one arm that's good there? Yes. I'm complaining the whole time that this is what hurts. No. And my mother's like, stop it. It's the other ones and stuff. And I said, this arm hurts so bad. Finally, they bring me back to the hospital. This arm is broke. They reset the good arm. They broke my good arm. 
This Which is was the one that lawsuits. was in the cast. No lawsuits, oh. no nothing. The doctor just said, I'm so, sorry. So they had oh, a, my they had a God. They the other one. And if so, there was another picture, which I can't were find. Were your parents furious? They must I, have been. I imagine. I don't so wait, know. His, I, his mom, knowing his mom, she yelled at him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For, for, for messing well, it up. Well, sure, it was his fault. And stuff. So you got hit by a car. Mm. And I know you've told the story before, but. Yeah. I, fighting a kid across the street. Um, you know, um, uh, Grey's Anatomy. TV show Grey's Anatomy. I'm familiar with it. Yeah. But. So Ellen Pompeo is the star of Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Her brother, um, David Pompeo, uh, her cousin, her brother, it might be her cousin. So they lived across the street. They were my mother's best friends, uh, her mother, who passed away. And um, we're kids and we fight and whatever. So I run across the street to go fight the kid across the street. And I back out from the, from the street in, I, from the sidewalk into the street, and a station wagon's coming by. Boom! Oh. Up in the air. Wow. I come down. The lady goes over me and then hits the brakes on the back tires, dragging me a bit. Oh. And it, it's real, real bad. I was in hospital six months or something. I mean, bad. And um, uh, her dad is the one that got me out of the street, pulled me out of the street, and then uh, ambulance and whatever. And it's, you know, that's, that was my... Uh, Kindergarten life was wheelchairs and hospitals. And oh whatever. my god! So, uh, but so you Barry, know, you're actually not that sickly because. Uh, <laughs> well, it's something else that we have in common because I was hit by a car as well. Yeah, when I was in fourth grade in a fight, snowball fight, and I went to get out of the way of a snowball and I stepped in front of a car that was passing a bus with blinking lights. So, unlike you, I sued. You did sue. I did sue in fourth grade. Yes. So the bus had the blinking lights. You're not supposed to pass the bus. The car passed the bus and hit me. Ah. So the lady that hit me was pregnant. And everybody rushes to her, including to my mother, to make sure she was okay. Of course, yeah. I'm on the ground dying. <laughs> Literally, I'm dying. Bleeding. <laughs> broken arm. Two broken legs. And it was all about her. But Do you remember which bone you broke in your leg? Everyone? <laughs> yeah, I was I was really bad. I was in traction. I mean, you look at that Both picture. Both legs were up yeah. in the traction thing. And you look at that picture and you think it's a Halloween costume. Yeah, I right. Mean, it's like you still had that goofy smile, though. Same right. Thing. <laughs> same thing. It's crazy. So uh, Father's Day, uh, you, you're buying cigars for your father or you're buying cigars for your son? I mean, no, you wouldn't buy cigars for your son. Unless you, he was a father, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Or we're seeing a lot of it. The wife's coming in, getting cigars for the husband or maybe for the kid to give the husband if the kid's young or anything. So what do you end up buying him? You don't know. You see that he smokes cigars. You never paid attention. What do you care? You you go away from it. Um, You know, you have no interest in it. You don't know what it is. So you go into a cigar shop across somewhere. Between today and tomorrow, you're going to go there. and, And what do you end up buying him? Well, there's, there's one way to know. Like, you go out to eat with somebody, and you may pay attention to something like you go out for hot wings, and every single time the guy goes for the hottest thing on the menu. This is a guy who probably likes a fuller-flavored, fuller-bodied cigar. Not every time, but most likely, mm-hmm. that's the direction that he goes. He wants something that's a little fuller-flavored. It's it, a nice it's, starting it, point. It's a good way to know. So as we, as retailers, question the customer that comes in that doesn't know, not customer, they're customer because they're going to make a purchase, but they're buying for somebody they don't yeah. know. Well, what do you know about them? How do they drink their coffee? How do they drink their coffee? Yeah. Cream and milk. Cream extra and cream, sugar. extra sugar, cream and sugar, black, yeah. espresso. Yeah. Oh, espresso. Okay. How about beer? Light beer, regular beer, heavy dark beers? 
Yeah, they're going for Bud Light or they're going for Guinness. What happens when you find the customer that doesn't know? They don't know anything. (laughs) Then the answer is go light. Yeah. Because I believe anybody can enjoy a light cigar, but everybody can enjoy a full-body cigar. So that I don't know what it is. I I happen to like mild cigars to begin with anyway, but let's assume I like stronger cigars. I can tolerate a mild cigar. There's no doubt about it. But... Can I, I, don't, I can't really, I don't want to smoke heavy, heavy cigars. I really don't want to do it, and I'm not going to enjoy it as much as I would have of a mild cigar, but not the, the other way around, it's fine. Mm-hmm. That Barry like full-of-body cigars. Somebody, right, but somebody, I'll be happy with something milder because right. I can appreciate right. it. Right. Yeah. You, can, you can enjoy it anyway. It's so go down instead of up as far as strength. Now, price-wise, if you do know what mm. kind of cigar he buys, so I normally buy the $5 such-and-such. Don't buy me the $5 such and such. That's what I buy for myself every day. And you say you wanted to buy me four or $5 cigars. Buy me two $10 cigars. There you go. That's same, the same amount of money, That's a great but play. you bring them up to something he wouldn't do. You, believe me, he's going to enjoy do it. Do you do the two tens or do you do the one twenty? Ah, well, here's the thing. Now, <coughs> with cigar smokers, we tend to be a communal. Uh, yes. Pe- we, we're Species. More, we're, yeah, we're more about the community. So I would go with two ten. Dollar cigars because that guy may want to share this cigar that he that maybe he just with you discovered. or maybe with somebody else. Right. But you don't want to drink alone. You know, I, I smoke alone yeah. because I have to. But I, I would rather smoke a cigar with somebody else. For sure. And I never one. Even when people are saying, "I already got him an expensive bottle of scotch. I just want to put one cigar." How much you want to spend on it? Twenty bucks. Why don't you get two tens? Two tens is better than one twenty when it comes to. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. If you know a person smokes five dollar cigars and you want to spend twenty dollars. Tell yourself you want to spend twenty five. Get him one that he likes, so he knows you're paying attention to him. Yeah, yeah. But then get him two special cigars for a special day. I'm gonna give you a yes on that. Well, yes. I would like that was Ronald uh, Reagan. Yes, I would like his buttons taken away for next week's show. <laughs> I did like at the beginning of the show the cowbell. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, we got we got a uh, cigar authority. Cowbell, because this show needed more cowbell. More cowbell. Got to have more cowbell. More it cowbell. did not need just, more cowbell. It makes it better. I don't know about that. It always makes it better. More cowbell. So uh, that's the way to go. And say you don't like cigars, get him cigars anyway, because that's what he likes. Yeah. It's about him, not you. You know what I find funny is that women like flowers. Men don't like to buy flowers for women because you literally just sit there and watch them die. She's happy the first day. She gets them. She puts them in the vase. The second day, that's okay. By the third day, those things are almost dead. They're droopy. But she's been watching us die for years, you know? And, and, that's the whole idea. So men buy women flowers, and we spend too much. I know when I get my wife flowers, whatever the most expensive display, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She likes lilies. I make sure there's lilies in it, and I get her the flowers. Yeah. When she wants to return the favor for Father's Day or for my birthday... She gets me a couple of nice cigars, and I'm over the moon. And she doesn't like doing it because, well, I'm, you're just going to set them on fire. But I'm going to enjoy every uh, single puff yep. along the way. More than you're enjoying those silly flowers I bought you. I like what you, you just did. Flowers are to girls as cigars are to guys. Mm. Here we go. Absolutely. Very, very what hallmark. 
What if he really doesn't smoke cigars that often? Do you buy him cigars anyway? I think you have to. Yeah, absolutely. Because cigars, it, you. It, it kind of says Father's Day, right? Yeah. Absolutely. A couple of cigars. I mean, I, better I, than a tie. I commented to you guys when, I, when we first walked in this morning to set up for the show and everything else. I could not. I could not believe the size of the crowd. It yeah. reminded me of like Black Friday or Christmas. It oh, was yeah. crazy. Yeah, this is the Super Bowl. This is the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, and it's it. the right play. It is the right play. Absolutely. Sophie, if you're listening, <laughs> Mr. Jonathan's going on vacation right after the show today, right? What? Are you going on vacation after the show? I am. No. Oh. Kind of. I'm going. What are you doing after the show, Jonathan? The father-son dinner. Oh, okay. I thought you were off. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so then then I get a text during every five minutes when there's a problem with the sound or whatever. I got all my equipment in the car. I'm ready to go. All right. So uh, we got to make sure we bring this stick and a microphone. I got my stuff all loaded. Oh, you got it? I'm ready to go. Good, good, good. All right. New Cigar Journal's out. Next week, we're going to talk about that. Uh, But right now, you can vote actually, for the Cigar of the Year. It's called the Cigar Trophies. The voting is going on right now. They have uh, the best Cuban cigar, best Dominican cigar, best Honduran cigar, <coughs> uh, best Nicaraguan, USA, uh, best brands, and best cigars. And they're taking uh, the votes on there right now. Go on the uh, cigarjournal.co, and uh, that voting is happening. And at the uh, Dortmund Trade Show uh, into Tobacco in September, they will uh, award the winners there. So uh, pay attention to why that. .co and not .com. Barry, why is that? I'm going to assume because .com was taken or something. Well, Cigar Journal is an international magazine, right? I mean, it's in English and Dutch or German. Right, but CO is Colombia. They're not Colombian-based. It's a, it's CO uh, means Colombian? CO is Colombia. So in the Dominican Republic, is it .dr or something? Or is it's something? .do. Oh, really? Yes. Canada's .ca. Yep. Huh. Oh, UK is, ends in UK. You just drop the M to save extra money. <laughs> was extra. Maybe it's one of those things where when one zigs, they're zagging. There we go. Know. Whatever's going on. Uh, um, the new publication is there. We're going to read it this week. We'll talk about, about that. Uh, looks fascinating, as, as usual. Fascinating issue. Uh, but right now, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry it's Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. Well, this week saw a few new arrivals. Uh, the first one was the Tatuaje TAA. Usually comes out in September. The cigar features a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and filler. Um, came out a little bit early this year because of the FDA regulations. My father also released the El Centaurian H2K uh, CT TAA edition. And additionally, Christoph has released their new Connecticut cigar, which I personally believe is a mouth-watering masterpiece. Wow. Say that five times fast, coughaholic. Yeah, I can't even get through this. Um, new trademarks this week. Despite pending um, F- FDA regulations, Rocky Patel filed for a new cigar. That cigar is Martin Eek. And uh, some industry news. Hammer and Sickle Cigars announced the limited edition museum series with a ceramic jar modeled after the world-renowned St. Petersburg Church of the Savior of Spilled Blood. Inside the jars will be five-year-aged Moscow City Toros. Uh, propos- Wait till you see this thing. The thing is gorgeous. Crazy good. 
Uh, a proposed tobacco tax increase in Chicago that was supposed to go into effect has been delayed um, due to a lawsuit by uh, Iwan Rees, which is the oldest tobacconist in the USA. It's been a relatively quiet week, which is opposite from past years as we get closer to IPCPR. It usually seems much more news. But that's what's up in the cigar world. Yeah, that's slamming. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf fillet tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is what's up. We have a little bit of breaking news, Dave. Yeah? Kind of, not really. But we're talking about .co.com with uh, Cigar Journal. Yeah. This comes from uh, the interwebs. Introduced to satisfy the need for short and memorable web addresses, .co is a new domain extension that offers you a global option for branding your online presence. .co is already meaningful and recognizable in multiple languages and cultures. It also serves as an acronym for company. Ah, uh, all right. Thank you, Sean Rogers, for the uh, we for go. the intel. There we go. So coming up next week, we've got Michael Herklotz from Nat Sherman. He's going to uh, talk about the Nat Sherman Pan American cigar. Also, I have on here, and Barry will tell me if I'm anywhere in the um, close or not close but no cigar. Cro-Magnon <coughs> Firecracker we're supposed to introduce um, next week. It is leaving Nicaragua supposedly today or Monday, which would put it in Texas on Wednesday or Thursday. Never happened. Which will put it leaving Texas Thursday or Friday. Nah. It won't be here for next week. Wow. But it should hit the shelves the week after that. Which and I probably get we 30 don't have messages any samples a left? day. Nothing. Oh. oh. No, there were four or five singles. All right. That's all there was. So we're not going to have it for 4th of July. We'll have it in the stores in time for 4th of July. Next weekend is the 25th. I personally believe they will be in the stores the 28th or the 29th. Okay. So they, they squeeze if it's, if, they, it's everybody... if it's here after 4th of July, can we turn it down? Because <laughs> I know. The whole point of the cigar was to have it for the yeah. 4th of July. Wait till the last second. Skip, Skip was telling us in the email that he ordered <laughs> the boxes, the wood for the boxes back in March. It's like um, getting a Christmas even tree though, on, December, or on January 3rd. Even though we ordered the cigars maybe a little bit before that. Yeah. And there's the, the, there's the wood embargo in Nicaragua right now. And his box, the, box uh, the guy that makes the boxes promised him he would have it this week. He told us that yesterday. This week kind of ends today. Right. So oh. uh, there's always something, man. And, that, and that's, listen, they're in the middle of FDA, too, and there's lots of crap going on. I, I realize <laughs> that. but um, Thank you for that. Yeah, but it, it's always the same thing, you know. It's pe- people are going to be gluing their cigar bands on the cigars at the trade show. I mean, I, it's too I bad watch you it didn't have a year in right. advance to to plan for it. Right, it's crazy, but uh, we'll um, we won't we won't be <laughs> launching the uh, Cro-Magnon next week. That'll uh, and then the following week we have uh, Nick Perdomo calling in, and we are going to award the winner of the. Humidor, the, oh. the Perdomo Humidor, yes. next week. So that gives you another whole week to buy the gift pack. You'll see on the cigarauthority.com on the right hand side, you click the button, you got a gift pack. It's $49.99. It includes shipping. It includes yeah. shipping. Unbelievable deal anyway. And you get a chance to you win. You get a chance. You get a good chance of winning a $5,000 Humidor. You can also buy a whole box and yep. you get six chances. 
Yep, and we'll, we automatically That's the do whole that. We've That's had, we had somebody who took one of each of the gift boxes and a full box. Ooh, okay. nice. I bet I knew who it is. And, uh, no, I that, don't think so. That, okay. that guy has a good shot. And you have a good shot. You listener, you have a good shot because it's way better than buying a lottery ticket, let me tell you. Yeah, absolutely. So, something you're going to enjoy. You're going to get a good deal on the cigars to begin with, and you're going to get a good chance of winning this. When I tell you, the, there's a picture of there on there, and the picture looks good. It doesn't do it justice. It does right. not. You go there and actually touch this humidor. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. I'm going to tell you, there's somebody in our studio audience that owns a giant cigar factory that bought boxes of Perdomo (laughs) cigars, not on the online version, the version we're doing in a store, bought boxes of them because he says, I want to win this, and that's a good cigar. That's a definite truth. He did. That'll tell you. He did. And I said, what are you doing? Guy produces 30 million cigars. (laughs) What are you doing? And he says... I want to get a chance to win this, and he did. That's awesome. So that's, that's very cool. Um, You're flying up to pick it up. We're not shipping it that far. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> right, right. Make me ship too much. That'll cost a thousand dollars just to ship it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, July 9th, Steve Saka from Dunbar and Tobacco and Trust is going to roll out his new cigars on the show. And uh, after that, we're going to have so much to talk about. I got two blank weeks because it's it's TAA yeah. and it's. Um, Trade show. The okay. FDA. IPCPR, you mean? Yeah, IPCPR. What are they, TAA? Yeah. yeah. IPCPR, and uh, they're all crisscrossing. Everybody's trying to kumbaya and get together. In the meantime, nothing's going on. You want to know what's happening in the cigar world? Not a, not a whole bunch. Everybody's still talking. It's making me crazy. Mm. Uh, tonight is the sold-out father and son cigar dinner. A quick reminder, uh, if you're in the area and you bought tickets well in advance because that thing sold out quick, it's going to be a great night here overlooking the Merrimack uh, River. The weather looks beautiful. It's going to be a great time with um, the Dominguez's and the Weeks. So, uh, I only hope on September 17th I have weather half as good as you've had the right. last two years for the dinner. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> last two years, last every year. He magically hits it That's every it. time. Well, you know I, what I it is. I request it. I request it. It's when you smoke the recluse and you light it up, the clouds part. That's it. You, you know, know so, what happens. So just light one of those that morning. <laughs> Touche. While you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. And how to be more debonair and gentleman-like is gentleman Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with... Wait for it. Suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never, ever be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, founded in 1910 as a way to compliment Mother's Day and celebrate fatherhood and male parenting, Father's Day is now celebrated in the majority of countries around the world. With Father's Day on the horizon being tomorrow, here are some debonair tips to doing Father's Day the right way. Congratulate any father you know on this day, both inside your immediate family as well as your circle of friends. Now, when it comes to gifts and cards, that is open for debate. So what I figured we'd do here on this Gentleman's Way segment is open it up for a table discussion because, Dave, I think you and I have talked about some past shows and we disagree 
with the card giving and gift giving. I'm under the belief that a card or gift should be given to any father within your immediate family. You disagree with that? I've never done it before. I have one father. He's not with me anymore, but he's so my you're off the hook. one and only father. I'm off the hook. You're off the hook. See, I see it as... I'd like a, to be back on the hook, but I'm off the hook. If you have absolutely. an uncle who's a father or a brother who's a father... Uh, I would say... You do. Everybody you know, almost yeah, you everybody's know, a father. You're going to make yourself go broke on the day, and that the whole thing is about celebrating your father. Now, maybe you have somebody in your life that is a father figure. He was like your father. Yeah, you and go. you give them a card yep. saying, hey, you know, every year, thank you so much for being there for me. You're like a father to me. But I, I, I don't even know that I'd go as far as to buy that guy a gift, you know, the sentiment is what it's about at that point. Give him a couple cigars, smoke a cigar with him, have a scotch. Yep. All go right. to father-son dinner. Because the leading question was cards, yes or no, and if yes, to whom? You give a card to somebody you're not giving a gift to. Okay. If you're giving him a gift, the gift is the gift. That's it. Dave? I'm, I'm cards? Not, I'm no not, cards? I'm not big into cards, man. I, yep. I feel there's such a waste. I can't help but turn them over and look at the price every time. <laughs> you spent yeah. $7 on this? Yeah. I don't say it out loud usually. I mean, <laughs> is it worse than flowers? I mean, you're talking about flowers having, like, what, a week shelf not, life? And do then... not buy another man flowers. What do you do with cards after you get them? I mean, uh, no, I say of... to myself, how long do I have to keep this on the counter before right. I can just throw it in the barrel? I want to do it right now, but it would be wrong. Like you do with junk mail, right? You look at it, boom, right in the barrel. Oh, I got a card. Oh, thank you, blah, blah, blah. Do I, what's the proper time that I can throw this in the barrel? I right now card. in front of them, probably wrong. As soon as they walk out of the room, no, let me keep it here for three days. Yeah, I think that's the play. It's three days. And then three days later, I go, oh, I can throw this away now. Yeah. See, I, I wouldn't be upset if I didn't get a card, but I would be upset if I didn't get a gift from my stepdaughter. Well, that's, that's a nice segue, Barry. Yeah. Uh, leading into gifts. Yes or no, and if yes, to whom? Just gifts. to your dad. That's Just it. to your dad. And my dad and I don't celebrate Father's Day because he's anti-Hallmark holiday, and I lean in that direction myself. Yeah. So nothing. It's a made-up holiday, I won't even, right? I won't even call him. I specifically won't call him on Father's Day because he would be aggravated if I did. That's my gift to him on Father's Day. That's no call. <laughs> I say screw him. You call him anyway because you appreciate him. And you say, I know you don't like it, but I got to do it anyway. Thanks for being my dad. Couldn't have done it without you. So he Wouldn't doesn't want me to call him, and you're saying I should call him. Yeah, he, he wants you to call <laughs> he him. He does not. He wants you to call him. Like, you're so, an idiot. You're falling for the Hallmark thing. So I put myself in, in, in a female shoes, a woman's shoes, right? Yeah. And, and she's going to buy I've a, done that. A, a wife. <laughs> oh, not literally? That doesn't oh. surprise me. <laughs> not literally? Here's John. Oh, it's great. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Give me an e. Give me an e. Yeah! Awesome. Why don't you hit the microphone harder every, every time? time. <laughs> Put yourself in the shoes of a, of a wife who's not you know, buying a gift for Father's Day. I think that she, when it comes to gift giving, should get a gift for her husband, who would be the father, as well as her own father. She's, she's already alive. doing that. She's going out buying the gift for the, from the kids to the dad. Yeah. To buy another mm-hmm. gift, I don't know. I, I agree with that. I'm anti the day anyways. And so. I, don't, I, I don't want the gift from the wife that gets it for the kid yeah. when, they, when they're maybe five years old or something. Mm-hmm. But. So well, if your five-year-old's giving you a cigar, that's not okay? It's according to what the uh, FDA oh, tells yeah. us what we have to do down mm-hmm. there. Yeah. When I was a kid, though, I remember going shopping for the neighborhood, picking up a pack of cigarettes, and wow. you know, I'd go buy cigarettes. And I used to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was just some discussion, fellas, on the, uh, yeah. on the, on the play. But, again, I'm going to say that um, the debonair is at least, at the very minimum, a card for your own father or a father in your life uh, from immediate family and as far as gifts go um, for your own father. 
Absolutely. There we go. That is the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question every single time, guys, we do this. Are you debonair enough? Here we go. Yeah, I think Phil I'm leading the pack on this one. Phil Zangy was in town this week. He popped by, yeah. He said, you're my good luck charm. I'm, I'm in town for something else, but I want to stop by to see you first. Motorcycle weekend yeah. is happening here. So he's Indian Motorcycles. Oh. So he says, I got to go up to Indian Motorcycle Town. Um, you know, Laconia, Laconia yep. to go up there and, uh, okay, you're going to be around this weekend. And so he's busy. The weather's beautiful. Yeah. So they're having a big time up there. So uh, maybe he pops in tomorrow afternoon. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, he's in town. He's debonair and uh, happy and grateful. And he's a, he's, a, he's a such a gentleman. Yeah, I mean, that's just gentleman. him. Yeah. Yeah. Great. All right. So, you know, you get the uh, barbecue. Uh, barbecue Short ribs, beef short ribs. Mm-hmm. And you, you braise them and you cook yep. them slow yep. and low yep. for a long time, mm-hmm. six hours, and the meat's falling off the bone and you put it on the plate and right next to the plate is something Dave doesn't believe in, but there's string beans mm. and a little bit of the barbecue sauce goes on the plate and the string bean rolls into the barbecue sauce and you grab it and that is the best string bean you've had in your life because it's got the barbecue sauce. Why didn't I put barbecue sauce on my string beans? Well, if you want that, you yeah. got it. This... Barbecued string beans. You had me on the barbecue, but not on the hey, string beans. The, well, we've never had You them. don't no. know what a string bean tastes like. <laughs> no, I know what they look like. If I was talking about sunny doodles, you guys would be all over it. But if we awesome. can deep buy- fry them and then put some chocolate sauce on them, then you got a string bean, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Do you ever have a deep fried Twinkie? I have. Oh, here we go. Oh. Yeah. You ever put butter on a Pop Tart? Come on, admit it. You missed me. Here we go. Wait, well, I did have a mailbag so, about no, that. No, you're going to go to a mailbag because I'm going to bring it up anyway. I, I teased early on at the, at the end of the last hour to say we're going to tell you about uh, the scientists being outraged about FDA and, and all that because Dr. Marcosi had put this thing together. We touched on it last mm-hmm. week, but we said we're going to get into it more because we're gonna, he's going to allow us at that point to spill the beans and say what's going to go on uh, Monday because I had um, – uh, the the weeks and Dominguez come into town. I said, let me put the show prep together on Monday yeah. because I'll be with them all day Thursday. I got to prep for them on Wednesday. I'm never going to get to it. So I do my work. I send it in. We get to this segment at the very end of that hour, and I say what's coming up, and I see the panic look on Mr. Jonathan's face. We go to commercial, and he goes, yeah, I didn't do that. I thought you were joking. Not on joking. The show prep. I, thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was a misprint. Misprint. I thought it was, it was from leftover show from last week. prep. I send it to you. The right. show prep is what it's called. I never changed the name. To prep for the show. Yeah. Prep for the show. I can throw the pass, but I can't catch it too. You can't Ooh. throw it and catch the ball. That's a right? good analogy. Can't do it. Can't do it. So anyway, let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to dig into the mailbag because that's all you got ready. And uh, we're going to do the classic three-way. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire on the special Father's Day edition of the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Bubbles, bubbles. I'm J.R. Dominguez. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar 
sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848... In honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron. Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. This is Armand Asante, 
and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studio celebrating Father's Day as the countdown to the cigar apocalypse continues in just 57 days. Barry waits till the... No, no, not one you notice that I didn't cough at all, cough at all during the, the break. As soon as I put the this air, on my face. That's it. You wait till you do it. It I makes me si- crazy. It might be psychosomatic. It is. And it makes You're me definitely psycho. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to Cigar Authority. How, how embarrassing it is when the Jose Dominguez commercial comes <laughs> on and Jose Dominguez is right there as I'm singing. Shaking his head. Right. Looking down. <laughs> how did I agree to do this? And I apologize. I after. should have written the commercial myself. <laughs> I said, send me a commercial. No, no, you do it. And that's what you get. That's what you get. That is the best commercial in our rotation, hands down. I mean... You sing it all the time. It you is, know it happens. It's the one that gets sung the most in the store. Yeah. Somebody buys a box of Jose Dominguez and the song happens at the register. Yeah. Or when you're in the humidor and it's piped in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. You go into the humidor and the, it's piped in all the commercials of, that are playing there. And there's, there's Jose Dominguez. Until you will work, work in the humidor one day. He's in the humidor, stocking the shelves or something, and after about an hour or something, he goes, can you shut it off? Yeah. That's <laughs> I, was, I was loading up Jose Dominguez cigars and yeah. the commercial's yeah. on. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Until the 10th time, right. I'm like, where's the pause button on this? <laughs> there we go. Shut it down. So what do you got in the mailbag? All right. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit out of order here. Uh, this is uh, from the Contact Us page, and a person by the name of PH writes, hey, guys, there was something big missing from this week's show. It was fun to see the dynamic duo back at it, although Jonathan misspelled. There's no extra H in there, P-H. He obviously loves the H's. Uh, Although Jonathan is a little full of himself, he balances out David's humility. Backhanded compliment. Uh, Imagine a whole show without someone asking, do you remember Sonny Doodles? Keep up the good work. What's wrong with that? Signed. Do you remember them? I don't know. No, you don't know what they are. So never had a Sonny Doodle. And I guarantee you that's a skinny guy. (laughs) (laughs) We hate skinny guys. Fat guys hate skinny guys, especially the ones that can eat whatever they want. Makes me crazy. That'd be me. Yeah. 100%. You see them eating all kinds of crap food, and I'm watching them eat gaining weight. Watching them. Last week you asked me, is there anything we don't know about you? And uh, one of my nicknames is the world's skinniest fat man. Because you eat like a fat guy. I do. Yeah. Puts it away. All right, right now it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right. That's Asylum. So it was 1991, boys. Shortly after the war on tobacco began in earnest here in the United States and the World Health Organization deemed coffee as a carcinogen defined as any substance capable of causing cancer in living tissue, and it linked it to several forms of cancer. Fast forward 25 years, and scientists hired by who? Not the one on first either, Dave. No. That's the World Health Organization. All right. Found that drinking coffee had zero 
carcinogenic effects Dr. on Santiago. the human body. Here we go. How can it be both? In fact, many large bodies of research have portrayed coffee as an almost magic potion, finding lower rates of heart disease, type 2 diabetes, neurological disorders, and several cancers, including cancers of the liver and the uterus, in those who drink it regularly. If this is an indication of things to come, we can hopefully see relief from prosecution in the tobacco business any decade now. That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! Coffee and cigars are it. They're good for you. I'm going to live forever. I'm going to live forever. We were talking about at breakfast this morning saying maybe coffee isn't good for us. We should lay off the coffee. The one thing that one of the studies said is if you drink your coffee too hot... There's a chance that you get a higher risk of esophageal cancer because you drink it too hot. Too hot? Scalding your throat. Here's the thing. Yeah. And I think this is true for anything in the world from water to cigars to whatever. Moderation. Yeah. So two pots a day, is that too much? That's that's not moderation. (laughs) That is about what I consume. But I drink very low caffeine coffee. You doing the cold brew thing? You doing the cold brew? (coughs) I do from time to time. There's been a lot of talk lately at a cold brew. Yeah. Into it. I've been doing it for about a decade. Yeah. All right. So uh, we got time to squeeze in uh, the classic three-way. Let's do it. Let's do it. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Dave, before you start, yeah. um, Michael Chubno Howe, who's in our chat room every week. Yeah. Today's his birthday. He was born in 1960. So, Chubno, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, brother. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. 56. Happy birthday. 56. I see. I was trying to do it, and yeah, you're good. <laughs> that was I, was, I was born in 1960. Okay, okay. All right. So, 56 with the same age. Mike. That was way too quick, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Mr. Jonathan is our champion. Barry, you've been away. We have a new champion. He hasn't been a champion very long. New sheriff in town. There Enjoy is a new it sheriff. You can. There we go. So we're going to see what we can do. So it goes to Mr. Jonathan first. This is uh, for those that haven't listened before. It's the closest without going over. There is no prize. There is just the pride of being the champion. And it's a lot of pride on the line. There it is. So uh, it starts off with Mr. Jonathan. Today is Blake Sheldon's birthday. Blake Sheldon, country oh, singer. Here. Uh, whose single Austin rose to number one country billboards for five weeks. His first three albums went certified gold. In 2014, CAMA Awards, he was named Male Vocalist of the Year. In 2011, he began working as a vocal coach on NBC show The Voice, along with Christian Christina Aguilera. 
Blake Sheldon's birthday today. What year was he born, Mr. 1968. Jonathan? 1968. 68, Barry. 1971. 71. So you know when you write down an answer and you're like, shoot, I want to change it, and then you change it, and it's the first answer that's right? I want to change it so bad, but I'm not because of that logic. Dave, I have 1974. 74 for the point. It's 1976. That's why you don't want to change it. That's right. Stick with your, what is that thing they say, always stick with your first thing? Yeah. That's what, what they I go say with. in the SATs. There we go. Okay, Barry Stein, today is Paul McCartney's birthday. Rock singer Paul McCartney, singer and multi-instrumentalist for the Beatles, who wrote hit songs such as Penny Lane, Blackbird, Eleanor Rigby. At his first time in the Beatles, he performed the band's Wings after uh, his time with the Beatles. He performed with the band Wings and embarked on a solo career. He earned 21 Grammy Awards across his career. You know him, you love him, you he can't was live in a without band him. before Wings? Yes, he was. The Beatles. Uh, Paul McCartney, born today. 1942. 1942, he says. Let's 40. not even go any further. Two points, Barry Stein. How do you know Mr. Jonathan wasn't going to say that? What were we going to say? 1942. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Stein, right? That's yeah, it. That's Nobody fair. had 42. Yeah. No, that's why we write it down. Yeah, we were, Derek. Okay, this goes to, uh, so Barry's uh, two-point change. Did you know it or you just felt it? My dad was the biggest Beatles fan ever, so I actually knew it. You knew it. And his computer screen's right in front of him. Yes. No, I got word up. Just word. And yeah. it's blocking the chat room. <laughs> okay. No pen over here, so I'm typing in my answer. Chuck, uh, over to you. You know right. whose birthday it is today? Barack Hussein Obama Sr. His dad. His dad. Ooh. His dad's middle name is Hussein. It is. <laughs> he uh, was a Kenyan senior government economist and father of U.S. President Barack Obama. He was selected in the special programs, attended college in the United States, where he went to the University of Hawaii. Um, he married and had a son, Barack II. He was born today, Barack Hussein Obama Sr. What year was he born? All right. 1933. 33. 21. 21. 1934. 34 for the point. Barry Stein is 36. Barry? Just to show you how it written, typed in. I'm not mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Okay. So, Mr. Jonathan, this is the last one. Two points gives you a tie. Two points gives me nothing. Two okay. points puts him at three to two. Oh, you have nothing. I need nothing. the two. You need the two, Chuck. You need the two. Come on, buddy. All right. You All can right. do it. This goes to you. Jonathan. Jonathan, I'm ready. This is uh, happened on this day. The U.S. president declares illegal drugs are the public enemy number one, which becomes popularized in the war on drugs. They call it the war on drugs. What year? And for an extra point, which president? I'm going to say Ronald Reagan. Had an extra point. It is 1988. Reagan, 88. I'm going to say Reagan, his first year in office, so that would be 84. 84. War on drugs. What year did you say, Mr. Jonathan? I'm not telling you. You've got to pay attention to the thing. This, you should have already had it written down. All right. Derek. I'm writing it down. It is Reagan. Nancy Reagan had the Just Say No campaign going at the same time, I think. And I'm going to say 89. 89. Everybody is way over. 1971. Really? Richard Nixon. Nixon. Wow. 1971, the war on drugs. Total failure. It's more rampant than ever. The war on drugs. (laughs) Just Not even close. 
In this classic day in hit, classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. Barry Whichever Wins. classic cigar you pick, it's um, available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. And a quick reminder, if it's your birthday, come into any Two Guys Smoke Shop location at Salem, Seabrook, or Na- Nashua, New Hampshire. On your birthday, and they will cut a free happy birthday cigar just for you. And with FDA regulations coming on August 8th, if it's your birthday after August 8th, come in on August 7th. Show us your birthday is after August 7th, and you get a free happy birthday cigar because we can't give it's gonna you... It's going to be a line out to... I hope so. Vermont. I hope so. So uh, come on in because we got a lot of them. We planned on giving away cigars forever, but the FDA says you can't give away cigars forever. So you, the consumer, is this affecting you? <coughs> a little bit, Imagine right? the poor happy birthday cigar company. The happy birthday cigar company. Probably going out of business. Are classic cigars safe? Classic cigars are safe. Good. Yes. Yes, they've been around a long time, long time. Mailbag. Uh, Jeff writes via Facebook, can I ask you a question? Sure. I'm a cigar smoker for 20 years, and I love the show, and only get to listen via podcast and not in real time to get a question in. So here it goes. Mm. When is it best to utilize a punch, V-cut, straight cut, or samurai sword to cut your cigar, <laughs> but never slobberized? Thank there you for go. all so you do in the listener. cigar industry. And uh, the Cigar Authority rocks. I'm curious because I always thought it was personal preference. Is there a specific time? I'm gonna I say, say there always is. guillotine, always straight cut. Yeah. I'm going to say that that is 100% wrong. Okay. The time to use a bullet punch is when somebody when gives you... When you don't have a guillotine. No. It's when someone gives you a cigar for Father's Day that's too mild for you and you want to intensify the flavor, ah. that is the appropriate time to use a bullet punch because you can take a milder cigar and, it, and make that flavor more robust. You can't add strength to it, but you can at the very least get a, a stronger mouthfeel by channeling all that smoke down to a small hole. Small tube like a straw. As far as a, uh, when to use a V-cutter or a straight cutter, that is personal preference. The key on the V is to go deep. Don't buy the three ninety nine cutter at the register. Get a real one. Calibri makes a good one. That goes real, real deep, uh, and it doesn't break the cap, and you get the cigar to open up. But that's personal preference. Doesn't the cigar also dictate what cutter to use? In other words, a Corona, you would not want to use a bullet? Well, a Corona, you almost could use a bullet, depending on how big that gauge is on the bullet. If you have the Atabay tubes, for example, that's the (laughs) size that you'd be opening it up to on a a, uh, straight cut. So, yeah, you could do it on a Corona. Okay. That's what I say. And Barry, use a straight cut always? When I have a cutter, yes. <laughs> Samurai sword, you, that was know, part of the question know, as well. I, I know it drives you crazy, but yeah. most of the time I lose it and I'm stuck. Your tools. We don't have very many tools here in the cigar shop. I'm tired it's a lighter of, and a cutter. I'm tired of buying them and losing them. I know Put it's them the in your pocket. you don't want to hear. You ever lose your cell phone? No, I've never lost my there cell phone. Go. That's an idea, a case with a built-in cutter. Oh. Hey, now. And How lighter. about the case? The, the cutter is built into it. That's... Mm-hmm. A blade on your cell phone is probably not a good idea. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You'd have a hard time getting through customs, right? They'd never see it. But it'd be cool. It would fold open and just like, you know. Cut a built-in, an, uh, an iPhone case with a built-in cigar cutter. Easy, right? Uh, sure. Think, boom. Copyright in the boom. Cigar Authority. And it would be com. a safe cutter. Yeah. Because it would, it it would, would have to be. <laughs> You're not going to. Pretty cool. <laughs> Always have it with you. Because people say, oh, I always lose my cutter. And yet, the cell phone, they already have it. Because they mm-hmm. care about that, and they don't care about it. Is that it? it? I'm going to tell you something about a DuPont lighter. DuPont lighter, very expensive. 
I lose lightest too. I mean, especially when you get twelve dollar ones and you know just leave it on the table and you walk away, no big deal. Right. The Dupont, which is a thousand dollars. I've had it for 20 years. I've never lost it. Oh. You know right where it is. I know right where it times. is because it's important, right? You know, where your cell phone is because it's important. The more expensive lighter a cutter you get, the less chance you have of losing it. The there less you chance you have of losing it. 100, not, 140 not, bucks. Not, get the new flat the flame Go for it, man. Black I had label. a $700 DuPont taken by the TSA. They took it. You didn't yeah, lose no. it. No. You've never well, lost you're one. Kind I of forgot a to nut. take it out of my pocket. Well, Hang on. A DuPont, you could throw that in your... Um, Luggage because it's a soft flame. Yeah, it's already the baggage was already checked. Fail, fail. How how long do you stand there and say, "What are you kidding me?" You could mail it back to yourself. They that, got the envelope. My right business there. partner they tried to make phone calls to get somebody to come and meet us and grab the lighter. He even tried to show him that he was a detective. The guy's like, "Sorry, guy oh wanted the lighter for God. himself." That's what it was. Yeah, because you know where they have all these lighters. So it's like they when they when they confiscate the Cuban cigars, they burn them. One at a time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's how it works. Anything more in the mailbag? Yeah. We got uh, one more from the Contact Us page. Vic writes, hey, thanks for another great show. I enjoyed the La Galera very much. Just wanted to say I whined about the video camera for your YouTube shows not having very good picture quality. However, this week's show looked fantastic. Thank God Barry wasn't there. <laughs> Only kidding, Barry. Ooh. Keep up the good work, guys. Love he says the show. That only kidding, the information and up. the care package. No, he says it right there. Okay. Thank God Barry wasn't there. Only kidding, so Barry. So did we do something to make this quality better? Yeah, did we, we? We cleaned it again. Oh, we washed the seat. <laughs> See, because we're blowing smoke at it. Yeah. And I'm throwing my So it's not a daily, it's a weekly. Uh, just, uh, just to wipe the screen. Yeah. So that's it. It's smoke. It, it adds ambiance to it and takes the glare away. It's yeah. a good thing, right? Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to buy a Jaws cutter right after this show. There we go. And I'm going to see how long I can hold on to this one. It's not exactly a killer at twenty nine ninety nine. No, but but I really really like that cutter. It's awesome. So, uh, a quick message from Gianna came in. Uh, me and Ed saw the iPhone case with lighter and cutter at the trade show. Uh, company tried it, and it was an epic fail. It never took off. People didn't find it necessary. Why on God's green earth is your daughter listening to this dribble? I know it. <laughs> Gianna, I'm sorry for coughing in your ear. Right. You're awesome, G. Okay, so uh, that's it. The final thoughts on the Jose Dominguez Gordito Maduro, which is on the uh, Cigar Authority Care Package. We're all smoking this it's right now. It's going back and forth between the string beans and the barbecue and then sometimes the magic moments when they're together. I got that epic barbecue flavor. Barbe- BBQ. Barbecuey. Scott Weeks loves that description, by the way. It's barbecuey. And another Father's Day uh, thing that usually happens is the father goes out and does the barbecue tomorrow. Right? He has to cook He's also. Yeah. He it likes to seem- cook. He likes it? I like cooking. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Absolutely. All right. That's it. Next week, Michael Herklocks, the VP from Nat Sherman Cigars, joins us. Uh, it's a New York landmark for cigar smokers, but he made his bones about 30 miles south of where we are right here in Boston. We'll talk about the old times with Michael and uh, what he has done for Nat Sherman Cigars that has gotten so much attention in recent years. Uh, You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you're smoking your Jose Dominguez, always remember to keep the lid out of your mouth.
Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's